Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to the Novias podcast with your hosts, Luis and Daniela. <laughs> you guys, I just woke up from a nap. I'm tired as shit. <laughs> School is annoying as fuck. I'm sure Daniela's tired too. She just got home from work. Like, <laughs> to be completely transparent, I feel like neither one of us is in the fucking mood right now, but here we are, devoted to our podcast. Daniela, take it away. If we sound like we're over it, not that we're over you guys, that we're over life. We're over existing. Imagine everybody's like, maybe get some help. <laughs> <laughs> and then on top of that, you guys, we didn't upload an episode this past week. You guys, like, life fucking hates us right now. Files were not cooperating. Talking about this cannot load because it's corrupt. Like, this is some bullshit. Like, this is a mess. Everybody, it's just been a tough weekend. It's been a weekend. It's been a Monday. It definitely feels like a Monday. But, anyways. We're going to go ahead and combine our little stories of pop culture and our recaps. So for those of you who only tune in to hear the stories, stay tuned because you're going to hear the recaps. <laughs> um, let's just fucking get started. Okay, so the first thing that I only really thing that I like caught my attention was I'm sure at this point you saw that Lizzo, my queen, the love of my life, is getting called out over her song. So um, she recently released a song called Girls, and it's a cute little bob. It's like two minutes long. Mm-hmm. when people were calling her out because apparently she used a term that could be deemed as like how would you even explain this um it could be deemed ableist okay so the term that is used in the song is spaz so it says hold my bag hold my bag bitch hold my bag do you see this shit i'm a spaz i'm about to knock somebody out yo we're my best friend anyways so people saw this and she released a song, I believe, last week. Of course, I had already heard it. Um, to be completely honest, I didn't know that this was this was this is what that term meant. And I, I mm. didn't realize that this like um, this word had such a I wouldn't say would you say negative connotation? It's not negative connotation. It's. I guess. Yeah, no. Yeah. Negative connotation, because that's I mean, I never want to tell people how to feel or what what. I think the word means when the word doesn't affect me, you know? Um, but I would say, yeah, negative connota- connotation. At least that's what I was reading or seeing in TikToks and seeing in articles, you know, like that it's just something that kind of, oh my God, like I don't even know how to put it in words. Like it emphasizes someone's like disability, like, yeah, so people on Twitter, TikTok, everywhere on social media, people were upset by this and they called her out and she came out with an apology and it's everyone's favorite. It's it's not it's not like a notes app apology, but <laughs> she wrote something out and I'll just go ahead and read for you guys. She said, it's been brought to my attention that there is a harmful word in my new song, girls. Let me make one thing clear. I never want to promote derogatory language as a fat black woman <gasps> in America. I've had. I've had many hurtful words used against me. So I understand the power of words uh, can have, whether intentionally or in my case, unintentionally. I'm proud to say there's a new version of girls with the lyric change. This is the result of me listening and taking action. As an influential artist, I've decided I'm dedicated. Sorry, I'm dedicated to being a part of the change I've been waiting to see in the world. XOXO Lizzo. 
I feel like I was reading some of the comments on Deaf Noodles. If you're not following, go follow Deaf Noodles on Instagram. Um, a lot of people are like, wait, this is a thing. I didn't know this was a thing. People yeah. are too sensitive. Ill people are annoying. I hate this world. I hate this generation. Like a bunch of mixed feelings. Honestly, mm-hmm. if people are upset, I always try to like with like certain terms. I always say if something offends someone and you didn't know it offended someone, like if you don't know that it's offensive, learn from it and grow from it. Like there's no point exactly. in being stuck on like, oh my God, people are too sensitive. Like, no, bitch. If someone's telling you that they are offended by something, I don't know. I feel like some people, some people just don't care if if that makes any sense. Like some people are like, assholes and just like, well, you're too sensitive. I'm going to keep saying it's like, no, it really takes two seconds to learn from your an experience and grow from it. I don't know. Literally, no, literally, I feel like people are like, oh my God, seriously, you're changing the lyric because of that. Yeah, she's not making it a big deal. She's just saying, I heard what people in a community that my word affected were saying. I'm going to go ahead and change it. No drama, no big deal. Lyric changed there, point blank, period. Like, I feel like people, other people are the ones who make it a big deal. And they're like, oh my God, everybody's so sensitive. And it's like, it's the people that are like, everybody's so sensitive that want to say like the N-word when they're not black. Like, yeah, literally. the people who are they're the most problematic people. Um, And I think it's interesting that a lot of people are like, I wouldn't say using this as an opportunity, but yeah, I feel like in general, let's be honest, Lizzo has a, I wouldn't even say she has a polarizing personality. I think just her being her authentic self triggers yeah. people because people are racist, because she's big, because she's yeah. loud. Like people are psychotic. So I saw definitely a lot of tweets being like, oh, here we go again. That fat bitch being problematic. Oh, here we go again. You guys' favorite. They're like, oh, yep. She can't sing. She can't rap. I'm like, you guys are so obnoxious. Like what? No, it's so funny because it's like, it's people that like the word, they probably didn't even know it was offensive like to like it was not even offensive. It was more like just ableist to use. Um, it's funny because people would probably not even think that it was an issue until Lizzo's the one who said it. But they're not even part of like the disabled community. Like it's not even a word that they would be uh, like, yeah, it's not I even just... offending them. Like it doesn't even have anything to do with them. It's like, no, the community that it was offending, they're the ones who spoke out. But the people, other people who already hate Lizzo, who are going to be like, oh, my God, yeah, she's problematic. It's like, shut the hell and up. And I did see people saying, um, I did see people, you know, who did acknowledge that were like, oh, my God, hey, like, I'm a part of that community and I'm yeah. glad you did this. Or, hey, I'm a part of that community. And like, it to me, it wasn't a big deal. So I but think I'm as long as there's conversation, yes. there's change. Lizzo's learning from this. I don't know. It's like some things don't I don't want to say like it. It's not a big deal. I'm saying what I'm trying to say is like her trying to learn or people trying to learn, people trying to grow. I don't know. It's like cutting yes. up some slag, but then, hey, you want to hold people accountable? It's just one big fuckery. You know what I'm trying to say. But I just want to say this is how you do an apology. You don't make it about yourself. You do it. You move on. Like, you know how when people do something that like, yeah, yeah, um, everybody like cancels them or something? It's like people make it all about themselves. It's like, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. I'm learning just don't do it again and move on like nobody's gonna go kill your cat like you're fine like chill out just say you're sorry and move on but I feel like I loved this and it makes me like her even more that she actually heard because you know some artists might get defensive or some yeah some artists might have just looked the other way and said hey fuck it I already released it I'm not gonna change it exactly I'm like so the people listening that hey Lizzo is your favorite artist doing this are they changing up their problematic uh, behavior are they so. learning? Are they growing? But yeah. anyways, 
Let, what, what do you have to bring to the table? What do you want to talk about? Moving on. Let's let's talk about, oh my God, not us hyping up queens on this podcast <laughs> right now. Um, I watched the Tony Awards last night. I don't know if you're into musicals or, you know, plays or theater like that. Are you? Mm, no. <laughs> i feel like you would be a good ensemble member you should like try out for that's i'm like that's a lot i do like it just depends i guess like the the types because you know i try to act like i can sing even though i, I sound like a dying cat so okay. yeah i would say like music i love music i'm a theater kid but i can't sing anyway um so last night at the tony's uh best musical one a strange loop i've never heard of this musical um i didn't hear about a lot of musicals but Jennifer Hudson, if you guys are living under the rock, Jennifer Hudson from Dreamgirls, Jennifer Hudson from American Idol. Um, <laughs> she was part of the production team or they, she produced this musical. Basically, she gave her money to this musical so that it could happen, you know? Great. Um, and the musical is about a queer Black man writing a musical about a queer Black man writing a musical about a queer Black man. So that's why it's called A Strange Loop because it's all like wow, their minds one big circle literally so i love it because she won her first ever tony round of applause everybody's like Every, everyone everyone's, everyone's like Woo! everybody's like okay tony who cares i, I don't <laughs> fucking know him i don't fucking know this tony Yikes. but that means that jennifer hudson is now the second black woman to ever egot 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 Whatever. She's the second ever <laughs> Black woman, 17th ever person to win the four big awards. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. And I think that's that's crazy. Like, that's, I don't know. No, it's fucking iconic. It's iconic um, some people kill to, like, people people try their hardest to barely get one of those awards, let alone all of them. Like, that's that should be, what is it? Um, I don't even know. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> like, that should be celebrated. Like, exactly. we should throw a parade. So she won her Oscar for Dreamgirls. Uh, she was in it with Beyonce. Any Beyonce fans out there? That's how you'll know. Okay. So she won her Oscar for 2006 Dreamgirls. Then she won her Grammys, obviously, for... Uh, she was in The Color Purple on Broadway. And then she won for Best R&B Album in 2009. So that's how she got her Grammys. And then she got a daytime Emmy for executive producing an animated film, Baba Yaga. I think it was like a short film, but you had you said there was only seventeen people who have this, you know, prestigious oh, have title. This prestigious that- title, yes, like Whoopi Goldberg, John Legend, um, the guy who wrote Little Mermaid, Alan Menken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, uh, you said she's the second woman ever or second, second black, black woman? woman. Second black How woman. iconic is that? Like, imagine being, first of all, exactly. you're only one of 17 people. And then and to be one of two black women. Like, like wow, just I- <laughs> iconic, iconic, honestly. But I'm just, it was great. It was fun. I didn't even know watching last night that I just watched history being made. Like, I watched history being made. Maybe one day we'll be a part of that history and we'll be. <laughs> bitch <laughs> literally like i'm about to be uh the second ever latina like to i just get out hey manifest hey. that shit put it I'm out there and it'll happen putting it in my little journal angel numbers 444 <laughs> anyways <laughs> Which you mentioned before sorry to get you off you mentioned beyonce have you seen that everyone's like beyonce's coming beyonce's coming she's dropping an album because she, she changed her 
or she took off her profile pictures. I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I am part of the hive. Yes. Like, obviously I stand Beyonce because she's iconic. Like she's Beyonce. But like, ask me to name a song. Ask me to name a song. Yeah. But if people like name a song and I'll be over here like crazy in love. Like, uh, no, Soldier? I'm living in the past. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? Child. Like I love Beyonce pre like drunk in love. I mean, yeah, same. Like, I, I, like, I, I can't name a song like her newest album, recent album. Like, when was that? Like, I don't know. I don't know. But like, I love her fans. I think I want people to be dedicated to me the way her fans are dedicated to her. And maybe one day you'll find. Maybe one day I will. Oh my god, manifest that too. Manifest that too. Put that in your journal. Is this our? Is this our uh, manifestation episode? <laughs> we love that for us. <laughs> you guys, let's let's. Uh, I'll create a hive. You guys, we are now Beyonce. <gasps> Oh, are like, and oh, we're canceled <laughs> and we're canceled oh my god literally people are like bitch you are not, not Be, the, what is it the meme beyonce beyonce <laughs> i'm so sorry beyonce that <laughs> ugly ass bitch like that would say that. i hate this another icon <laughs> i love new york anyway moving on um we went from beyonce jennifer hudson to icons now we're moving on to britney spears as you guys know britney spears was released from her conservatorship. I hope I'm saying that right. Where, you know, her dad was like controlling her, controlling her money, um, controlling her body. And she was released from that. She got married. She got engaged. She got married. And she got, she had a bunch of famous people at her wedding. I didn't even know these people knew her. I was like, gonna say they I'm pretty sure you saw the picture that everyone's been posting and reposting <laughs> where it was like um her selena gomez drew barrymore paris hilton like people are like (laughs) they put it in the last supper like they took out disciples and they put them in um i was like i didn't even know britney and drew barrymore were even right in the same circles i was gonna say they're like part of the same world like what i was like selena gomez i was like what was, was that like, when people were hating? They're like, wait, why is she there? Is she the janitor? Like, Y'all are haters. <laughs> like, leave my queen Selena alone. Anyway, so she got married on Thursday, last Thursday, to her longtime boyfriend, Sam Asgari. They met on the set of one of her music videos. And it's been love at first sight ever since. Can we talk about the drama that's been like, around like Surrounding Brit- her. when will britney spears like just find peace and happiness okay yes. can we, didn't they see like her ex-husband or something or former boyfriend or oh whomever like her first husband not kevin federline he was her second husband her first husband there you go um jason alexander literally went on instagram live and crashed her wedding like he didn't even get to go inside like security stopped him but i'm like when will she find peace like just let her be happy and then of course her mom and jamie lynn spears came out with like a a statement being like oh we're saddened that we weren't invited to her wedding but we wish her all the love shut the fuck up you know exactly why you weren't invited to her wedding yeah it's just one big mess oh my gosh i just can't i mean i guess also now that she's been released from her conservatorship obviously she's been posting a lot of like to some people it might seem weird like i don't know if you noticed like she's she posts a lot of like nudes like i was gonna say like yeah she just she's just be posting nudes like (laughs) i mean her body like do whatever you want and her captions are like like to me they're funny because like you reading them in her 
southern accent because she has like a little accent so like you're reading them in her little southern accent and like they're long but well on one side it's funny on another side I'm like you know what she's learning how to live again so like that's why I give her grace like not learning how to live that's so sad yeah like what I I haven't because I, to, to be completely honest I don't think I follow her on Instagram but I see them because like the blogs poster yeah um and like I feel like her captions are what are just like endless thoughts like just yes. all thoughts she she doesn't like i don't want to say she doesn't think but she's just like every any thought she has in her head, she writes it down it's just a big old run-on sentence like, exactly there you go oh my i'm trying to let me look for one like um and then okay, also i, I was like, gonna say oh sorry go yeah. no, no no you say it, you say it. i was gonna say uh i know how they they had been talking about it for weeks is the prenup i guess i saw somewhere i could be wrong um saying that if they were to get a divorce or whatever whatever that he wouldn't get a single penny. Like it's been worked out and everyone's going to walk away with whatever they have. So I'm like, mm, well, power to her then. Good. I'm like, girl, don't let him take your money. I don't know. I saw some people also, maybe they, people just have hater energy. Me. They're just like, there's something dark about her husband. Like he has dark energy. Yeah. I and think I people are like, super what? like sensitive to the fact of like, oh my God, Bernie Sears, take care of her eight. Like everyone. Yes. Like, yeah. And I'm just like, just take care of her. Don't make her look like a fool. Like, <laughs> Don't make her out to look like a fool later on, you know, like not that he has dark energy, just more like take care of her because it's obvious that she's been through a lot and you better not fuck her up, you know, like don't fuck it up. We're going to fuck you up. No, (laughs) hold on here. I have a caption. It's a picture of them getting married. And this is her caption. Wow. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Holy, holy crap. Three exclamation points. All caps. We did it. Three exclamation points. We got married. Bride emoji three exclamation points jeez three exclamation points it was the most spectacular day three exclamation points yeah like sh- no i sh- love her i love her and then she does like the ellipses like the dot 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 like i love her me my mom on instagram like i love her <laughs> queen i kind of well here's to a happy marriage happy happy life i'm i'm team britney not even team britney sam like not even that i'm just team britney i want her to be happy queen icon we love you <laughs> she's listening to this <laughs> She's like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> I love you too. Like, Imagine, okay, we joke about that, but let's be honest. One of these days, Beyonce or one of these YouTubers or one of these Lizzo. actors, like, yeah, the people we talk about, they're going to somehow get to this podcast. I just know it. I know it. they're going to hear it. And then they're going to be like, I love you guys. Like, invite me. Just I just trust me. It's going to happen. Luis and Danielle, we're going to get a shout out on Cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, you guys, I think that's it for the stories. Like I said earlier, there's like, what is that expression? The rumor no mill? Scandal. There was nothing. There's no scandalous yeah. shit. No tea, no, no nothing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I guess that wraps that up. We're going to go ahead and dive right into the recaps. Ooh. Um, so that means you guys are probably going to be tuning out at this point or you're going to be like a, like a graph, like how long people tune in when we do our recaps wah, wah. like yeah. imagine <laughs> i, no, feel I like feel like people, people no i feel like people recaps. listen to the recaps like yes that's maybe true. that's just my own delusional mind but <laughs> i digress let's get started so we're gonna start off with the beverly hills before we go into that what did you make of the episode overall um i just felt like you're gonna hate me i i'm not team crystal but like i could see where she was coming from but I'm also so we're officially ending like, the podcast, guys. Oh uh, it was a nice ride. Stop. I, I feel like you're giving her from. too much grace. You're giving her too much grace. Cut oh it with the bullshit. God. Cut it with the bullshit. <laughs> I can't with you. With that being said, let's get started. 
Garcelle. She's buying a summer house. She's reconstructing it. She's breaking that shit down. This is, I think this is the first time we've ever seen her with the family member, right? Yes. I was like, wait, this is the most I'm ever learning about Garcelle. I don't know if it was like she was keeping things close to her chest because she was only a newbie. But now it's like, oh, my third season, I can let loose a little. Which I definitely saw like, I I saw the, what is it? The dynamic in the relationship. Like you could tell they're cool. Yes. Love that for her. Um, the next thing we have is Dorit and Erica having lunch. They talk about Dorit's EMDR therapy. I, I, I always talk about this with my siblings. I think it's so it's funny slash stupid um, the way they go about planning a trip. It's, it could be like, oh, my God, my favorite color is blue. You know what's blue? The beaches in fucking Mexico. Let's go to Mexico, you guys. Anyways, they yes. talk about going on a trip. Do you think it's best for Dorit to be going on a trip right now? Or do you think, like, girl, you should probably stay home with the kids? Like, what is this? I, like, I don't want to say it, but it's like, girl, you're talking about how triggered you are about everything, which rightfully so, you should be. <laughs> you should be triggered. But, like... Then don't bring it up on the trip. Like, don't say everything's triggering you on the trip. I don't. I'm yeah, terrible. It's just, I'm sorry. I mean, hey, that's your opinions. We all have them. Um, Crystal and Kyle have lunch. They talk about Crystal's use of the word dark. Um, Kyle, I hate to say it, but I'm on her side. Like, she was taking, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. She was doing the Lord's work. She was doing, she's, she's um, a housewife for the people because she was talking for all of us. She was like, listen. Do you see why this could be harmful to, you know, Sutton's character, yes. its character assassination? And all Crystal really has to say is lesson learned. I won't do it again. Crystal has this, uh, you guys are probably going to drag me right now. I'm like, you're misogynistic. You fucking know. <laughs> Crystal has this persona and this personality to her that I just like, I want to like knock her down a peg. And that sounds so hateful, but like, she seems so fucking like passive aggressive. I can't stand yeah. it. No, yeah, she's very. She was very passive aggressive in that scene, but I will say something about Beverly Hills that I'm like, you guys take one word and you run with it. <laughs> like, to me, it was just like I get what you're saying, Crystal, that you didn't like what she said, but then when you come to find out what was said, you're like, girl, where in that is was there dark energy? Like, where in that was it dark? Like, which then that really watch what happens that. live that she was on that same night yeah. that it aired. It you know, there's a little story to that, but anyways. They kind of end it with, are you going to do this? Well, are you going to do that? Well, yeah. only if you do. And it's like, okay, this is not helping. Just finish conversation. <laughs> we see Kyle talk about Paris's wedding. And I told you that like before that we started recording. It's just triggering me. Like, is this Paris? Is she a housewife or are you a housewife? Get a storyline. Why do you yes. keep talking about her? And like, no, like, I'm not trying to be hateful. Like, you know, Paris, you know, whatever you like, or you hate her. She's, she's whoever, but like, She's not super famous. So I feel like whenever she brings her up, I feel like she's like, oh, my God, you guys, in case you forgot, I'm related to Paris Hilton. It's like, yes, you're not doing anything by saying that. I don't know. I'm like, girl, we don't give if we wanted to watch Paris Hilton, we'd fucking watch Paris in love. Like, we don't care. (laughs) She she has a little meeting with Diana and I did feel for her. Diana goes on. She kind of opens up a bit more and she talks about Mm -hmm. her baby passing while she was pregnant do you feel like I don't I don't explain this what did you I'll just leave it with what did you think of the scene I thought it was the first time that we actually saw like Diana be vulnerable I don't know I feel like she's been trying to paint herself as like this kooky rich lady you know so I like this scene I just didn't like that Kyle maybe it's just me you can't tell Kyle a story because she's so disingenuous with her like reactions and maybe it's because 
me calling myself out sometimes when somebody's talking to me and I'm not listening I'm disingenuous with my reactions like I'm like wow that's crazy like you know but so that's why I can tell that Kyle like girl you don't sound like you're like like you're giving this over to the top reaction to her miscarriage story like I like you can be calm you can say I'm sorry for your loss like you don't have to have this theatrical moment. Yeah, I because I, okay, so right now me and my sister, <laughs> my siblings, they haven't watched like the earlier seasons or like yeah, whatever. So we're like rewatching a bunch of things. And yeah, we're always talking about how like Kyle specifically is so like over the top. And we hate watched like I've said this time and time, we hate watch Beverly Hills. Like yes. no woman besides Garcelle is really super likable. Yes. So like every time I watch it, I'm just getting triggered. I'm like, why am I doing to this like to myself? But hey, here we are. So uh, everyone's favorite, I'm pretty sure everyone's least favorite, I should say, part of the episode, Garcelle and Son hang out. And this is where supposedly we get the truth. What was said, what conversations are had. So Son explained to Garcelle that they talked about Sutton having a jacuzzi with a little black girl, a little white girl. And basically Sutton's trying to say that in her house, in her home, it's a place of love and she loves everybody. She doesn't discriminate and she has, you know, she opens her arms to everyone. Garcelle basically just tells her to watch her back. And she's like, if this is what Crystal was referring to when she said that it was something dark, she's like, yeah, this is some bullshit. Like, yeah, no. What do you know? I, I just think like what bothers me is that like Crystal doesn't fill in the blanks for Garcelle. Like Garcelle is very good friends with this woman you're saying that she said something dark, something that she can't come back from. Like, why are you putting Garcelle in that position to continue being friends with her if you're not going to say it? So it like, then when this came out, you're just like, okay, I understand. It's kind of like what she said last year when she was like, I don't see color. I don't see race. You just have to explain to her, hey, like, we get it. You don't see color. We get it. You don't see race. But do you know how like you saying that is actually harmful? Like, just say you love everybody. That's all you have to say. Like, you don't have to word it that way. Yeah, and I'm telling you, and maybe she's doing this unintentionally, but I feel, again, I think it goes, I'm not trying to, you know, drag her completely, but yeah, uh, Crystal has this way of, like, being and acting that I feel like, it's like, girl, I feel like you know what you're doing. Yes. Stop playing dumb, but yes. hey, we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, this episode was kind of triggering this part because I don't even want to say the words, but I can even imagine this happening to me. So, unfortunately, they show that Lois, um, Rena's mom has passed away. Oh my gosh, she yeah. go, Rena goes on to say that you know she didn't want a feeding tube, no recitation. Like sh- her, t- she felt like her time was was coming, and you know mm-hmm. there wasn't anything that could be done. Like she, like she's basically basically said like my life, I lived a great life, and it is what it is, kind of thing. Um, Rena decides that it's probably best for her to go on the trip because she wants to take her mind off things, and she's like, my mom want would want me to go on this trip. Um, yeah. they're all kind of so they like fast forward to her at the airport or whatever their private jet area. Um, they're all kind of just around her hugging her. And maybe I'm just, I'm stupid or like cringy. I feel like it was kind of awkward. Like, is it insensitive to go on a trip right now? And the way they were talking to her, like, I don't know. Am I reacting? Like, what did you make of this? I don't know. I didn't like that. Everybody was trying to make that decision for her. Like when Kyle was like, I think it's best that Rina go on this trip. I think it's best. Who are you to say that she should go on the strip? Like, that's for her to decide. I'm not even Rina's biggest fan. Like, you know that. <laughs> I'm Rina's number one hater. But, like, <laughs> that's for her to decide to go on the trip. Like, why are you guys all like, Rina, oh, my gosh, we're so happy you decided to come on the strip. Like, like you guys, again, the theatrical, like, the theatrics. Like, 
like just hug her and move on you do not need to make a mountain out of a molehill like like you want you want to be the one that like grieves the most for her when it's like she's the one who lost her mom not you yeah they're a bunch of weird they're they're, weird i think the reason she decided to go on the trip i mean again i'm not rena's biggest fan but i think the reason she decided to go on the trip is because it was already something that she had come to terms with like when you already like when you're gonna lose somebody and you know you're gonna lose them you're able to like grieve for longer than you normally would so it's like i think that's why she went on the trip but I feel like everybody was trying to like be like, we're going to walk on eggshells, but then they're not walking on eggshells. Kind of like with the Dory thing when they're like, stop triggering her. And then they'll be like, but she had a gun. Her. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, I hate that I'm laughing. Um, maybe no. that's why, maybe that's why when I was watching it, I couldn't, I don't know. I couldn't relate to her. Cause I mean, I've never lost anyone. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like, maybe I am misjudging her by being like, bitch, why are you going on this trip? But Hey, only no, she I knows mean- what like, what's best for her and only she knows how she feels in that moment kind of thing again i've never lost anyone knock on wood like that's terrible no, i get you there's also like the little devil on your shoulder being like no like people i think of it this way like not me laughing but like when people go to to school or to an event like knowing that something major just happened in their life because they want people to ask about it like they want people to ask oh maybe yeah there's a lot of reasons there's a lot of reasons but i mean explanations i just felt i was just like you guys just give her a hug and move on like you don't have to like make it a big deal like your mom just died like why are you rubbing it in her face why are you (laughs) why do you do that like Uh, yeah i'm so sorry for your loss and then erica like i guess she didn't realize that lisa was already but erica's like moonwalking into the place i'm like what is happening right now like her your bestie look at your bestie girl like literally so stupid anyways Uh, they're off and they arrive to did you do you know where this is at punta de mita punta punta mita punta yeah i don't what or i don't know okay let me look it up i think it's by where my dad's from up oh, well there Everybody you go right now what um so I'm they famous. get a- <laughs> they get into their cars to get back or to get to the hotel or whatever um and garcelle oh, i just fucking love her she's like i bet you five dollars that Dari is speaking in spanish I love and then her. the camera cuts to Dari being like cuanto tiempo which can we talk about how well did she i don't know what language she was speaking but she, I feel like, am I wrong? Like she wasn't speaking Spanish when she t- talked about the air conditioner, like air conditioning. Like what? She's yeah. She was like talking. It was like she was speaking Italian, and then she was like, "But the cuantos minutos?" She was like, "Obviously, she's speaking." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It is by where my dad's from. Shout out to your people. Oh my gosh! Let's go. No, just kidding. Great. Let's go. Um. <laughs> anyway, so they get there. Uh, they get to dinner, and Lisa's like, "I've been gone for a week. For a week, what's up?" So that again feels it's character assassination. Like you're leaving too many empty, yeah. like too many blanks. Fill this shit in. Let us know what's up. Stop. And then Crystal, I'm with Garcelle. You know, I took a couple AP classes in uh, high school. I think I'm enlightened. I'm a little bit, you know, smarticles. Yeah. This bitch goes, do you, what word did she use? Do you know what the word she was? She said, okay. She goes, um, okay, it's like a Warshak test. I'm not, bitch, I fucking, I took AP, I fucking, 
nobody knows what the fuck that is like at the like the name everybody knows like okay i get it what you mean by a blot test yeah but <clears throat> when you give it the official name i'm not gonna fucking know like but that doesn't mean i'm any less smart than you are she was so condescending in that part and i think it was mainly like, because i didn't even hear what she said words yeah so i didn't hear what she said and then garcelle was confused so i was confused in the moment and then yeah the bitch has the audacity to be like because garcelle's like wait what did you say and erica's like trying to explain to her and she's like sorry big words and i'm like uh microaggression or what like what the fuck girl you and garcelle are in the same boat like if anything like bitch not you saying like sorry i'm using big words like shut the fuck up like girl it's not even that big of a word shut up it was just more so an uncommon i don't know it yeah. felt very like again. I feel like Crystal does these things, and she knows what she's doing. She knows and, what she's doing, yeah. And yeah, if I, I like how in her confessional, Garcelle was like, "Listen, I know a couple of big words that I would use for this bitch, but I'm not going to." Um, Iconic queen. I, I can't her. wait to the reunion. I know we're barely like not even halfway through the season, but I feel like this reunion is going to be explosive. Garcelle is not taking any like she's not she taking not. any bullshit. She's going to be calling out people left and right, and. Yeah. I think I've asked you before, do you see their friendship? What do you make of their friendship? Are Crystal and Garcelle even cool like that? I feel like they're not really. But... I think they're better friends now than they were there. I mean, they both already said that they both have a little, um, not a feud, but like arguments here and there this season, but that they're good now. I mean, I see them both commenting on each other's posts like pretty cordially. So I think they're good now, but the reunion could change that because, you know, once you get to the reunion, new feelings pop up. Or like you see new clips and you're yeah. like, oh, let me go at it. Let me go at this with this bitch or something, you know? We'll see. Um, Erica finally says it and she's like, hey guys, what the fuck is a problem? And then basically I'll say, well, it's insinuation that Sutton could be racist. And then this is where Sutton, I don't want to say the Karen, but the Karen comes out and she's like, this is not all right. You need to stop. You need to fix and make it right. And which rightfully so, I mean, everyone has, everyone should get the opportunity to defend themselves. Yeah. And she's kind of like, bitch, fix it. Stop saying that I'm racist or stop insinuating it at least. Um, she confronts Crystal and she's like, I've heard that you make shit up about your friends, you lie about them, and you try to be besties with the HBIC, if you will. And then Rin is like, yeah, I've also heard that. Um, she kind of ended with saying like, hey, I'm only telling you this because I like you, so fucking stop. I was like, I, go sign, go sign. I was so confused right here. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of like, let's bring up things that don't happen on camera. Bitch, I'm confused as fuck. Like, I need Cliff's notes or something. Like, why are you bringing it up? Say what she says. Tell us what friends these are. Are they going to be on camera? Like, are we going to see them? And also like, Rinna being like, I would just never say that. I'm not going to bring it up. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, you would bring up half that if Crystal was anti you you know that shit would come out like yeah. already that shit would have already came out like shut up i can't i guess my only thing with this my only opinion with this was that saying if you know that you're not a racist let the mouse go no just kidding i was just like if you know you're not a racist like if you know you don't have those thoughts if you know you don't have those feelings then wash your hands of it and move on but i feel like then you go on the other side and you're like, well, because Crystal doesn't let it move on. Like she had to bring it up again. And it's like, why'd you bring it up again? I was going to say, I like, feel like the only way they can move on is if Crystal says what was allegedly said, because I feel like everyone in the back of their minds is like, well, what did she say? What did she say? I don't want to be cool with her if yeah. she's racist or whatever. whatever is, so this is where I have to like agree with Erica. Like, oh my God, pigs are flying. Uh, <laughs> where she was like, if you don't fill in the blanks for us, 
we're going to fill in the blanks and we're thinking the worst. Like, that's where I could agree with Erica because I'm like, Crystal, either say it or don't say it, but like, there's obviously video evidence of what she said about the jacuzzi and it wasn't even bad. Like, it's just her, it's just her explaining that like, she was proud that her daughter is able to accept people regardless of like their background. So she was proud to see that what she's taught her kids are now being instilled, like her values are being carried on. And I feel like Crystal like wanted that to seem like she was saying something bad, but it's like, no, because you see the intent is there that she, she loves that her children are being kind and accepting people because that's what she's taught them. And you see in the news that people aren't kind or accepting. So she's glad that her kids are carrying these values on. So I think Crystal wanted to make it seem like a bigger thing. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> as if she didn't in- say it on camera, then move the fuck on. I'm sorry. I'm a big bitch like about if it's not said on camera, if it's not on the season, if it's something that happened off camera or like it happened on social media, move the fuck on. Like, I already know the reunion's going to talk about Rena and this fucking weird ass <laughs> guy like i don't give a fuck if it didn't happen on camera if it didn't happen in my eyes move the fuck on i'm sorry so crystal whatever bad shit she said if it wasn't the jacuzzi thing which on watch what happens live she tried to backtrack and say that it was but it wasn't i'm like girl let the mouse go like <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was on watch what happens live and they were like andy was like so was this the conversation that you that you were referring to like is this a problematic thing and yeah. she's like well that story wasn't problematic obviously insinuating that there was something more juicy or something more shady going on problematic uh going on but again see i'm different from you i'm just she's yeah. most overall i'm a drama king so i'm like i'm over here like, like this is my it. life so okay, i'm like connecting the dots drama on and off camera <laughs> mention it all mention it all but uh to wrap it up uh crystal says kyle is only focusing on what serves her and mm-hmm. kyle's like do you not want uh it said because you made it seem worse than it was or like what the fuck is up again everyone's kind of questioning crystal and it's i think it's interesting that the way things work because so crystal is i mean essentially saying that Sutton's a bad person not a bad person yeah. but that she's has problematic tendencies but in the end, because of how she's explaining the story and because of what she's saying, it only makes her like it's only making the girls hate her. So yeah. it's like, ma'am, you see what's happening. So why don't you just like nip it in the bud? Like what? Like, I don't know. I just I was just like, girl, it was not that big of a deal. I was like, you made it out. <laughs> I don't know. I think it goes to show. I'm just like, if you and Sutton were good, why rehash it again? exactly like just say that they hurt your feelings when they didn't validate what you said last year and that's it you don't have to rehash everything that Sutton may or may not have said Crystal was trying to play dirty and she ended up playing herself but hey I've been saying it from the minute we heard about this if Sutton is problematic if she's saying dumb shit call that bitch out let's put her on blast we need to hold her accountable but if not you just look stupid (laughs) exactly (sighs) messy 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 um moving on to dubai uh overall thoughts in the episode boring filler episode amazing what did you think it was it was more of like not filler but i did like that it filled in the gaps about certain friendships or how certain people knew each other which was nice we learned more about nina and sarah which i learned something about sarah that i was very my words my worlds collided 
Do you want to save it for when we talk about it or just yes. mention it all? No, no, I'll mention it when we talk about Sarah. <laughs> I want to know what the tea is. Anyway, so the episode <laughs> starts off. Sarah is baking a cake with her son, which I know it's only episode two. You know, I'm getting ahead of myself, but, you know, my gift of discernment tells me that I think I kind of love Sarah. She uh, is telling us that um, she's trying her best to raise her son to be basically a good human being, you know. Yes. She says that um, in her culture, toxic masculinity tends to be a problem. And she's like, no, not in this house. We're not going to fucking have that. Um, I thought it was cute how she was like, uh, I give you an allowance. So say nothing but good <laughs> things. OK, that little kid, I don't want to mispronounce his name, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, Maktoum or something like that. Yes. He's a fucking king. Even... He is the MVP <laughs> of the episode. He was like, no, you don't cook good. He's like, you make a good iced tea or something. King, I think their kids are fun. Their kids are funny. Hers and Nina's. I was. But, I will say. Um, what? sorry to cut you off. I will say that I think them having little kids or having like younger kids adds to like their storyline because I feel yes. like lately, I mean, the franchises that I watch, anyways, not a lot of them have little kids. So I'm like, we love to see this normal side of being, you know, a mother. This is the perfect age to have your kids on Housewives because number one, you don't ha- you're not pregnant, you're they're not babies, like you're not bored, you're Teddy. not boring. <laughs> Stop. Um, Teddy, uh, not your girl Ashley Darby. Um, Ooh, she's she'll always be fun. Okay, you tried it. Uh, and this is like a good age because then they're not teenagers and like trying to get too much out of their confessionals, like you know. So this is a nice age because they're funny and they're not disrespectful like Ooh. in a in an unfunny way you know anyway so this is the tea that i found out about sarah you're you're it's not even good tea but you're gonna be like <laughs> girl okay. spill it have you ever heard of the movie 365 days no okay it's on netflix it's a dirty movie okay like not a dirty movie dirty like pornographic anyway <laughs> the main guy in the movie the actor, I think that's the fiance she's referring to when she's talking about like, oh, I've been engaged. I've been married um, because he got her name tattooed on her, on him. He got Sarah tattooed on him. What? And he used to tag her on his stories. Like people brought up receipts on Twitter. And he recently like shared a story where he covered up the tattoo and he said, um, all mistakes like have to be uh forgotten or something like he straight up crossed out her tattoo like it's a black bar now instead of her name sarah so then people are like wait isn't she saying that she used to be like a talk in a toxic relationship like an abusive like mentally or physically abusive relationship and people are like is that the guy that she's talking about and i don't know like it makes sense but she used to be in his pictures like on his stories like he used to tag her vice versa i'm just like what if people if the other housewives um want to talk about it it'll for sure be mentioned at the reunion like i'm sure they'll say oh we used to yeah like he's not famous here i'm pretty sure he's famous in like middle in middle east because um a lot of those actors like it's a it's in a different language like the movie's in a different language but uh, well time will tell we'll we'll figure out that tea on that but i was like um, ah, interesting Sarah, <laughs> interesting we <clears throat> excuse me 
we see Caroline Brooks and Lisa have dinner. They Brooks talks about her Caribbean roots. Lisa pokes fun at her in her confessional. She's like, one day she's Afro Latina, <laughs> the next she's African American, the next day she's gonna be from the. And she's I'm like, is this it, problematic? Yeah. Like, what? I don't know. I'm just like, I think she's just she has a lot of cultures to represent. So she probably likes to tell everybody where she's from. Gosh, Lisa. No, I'm saying, yeah, I was like, isn't it problematic? At least, girl, be careful. You're going to get canceled. <laughs> um, they question Nina and Stanbury's relationship. Apparently, Nina's been running her mouth, talking shit about Stanbury. Um, do you think, um, looking back, I mean, it's only been one episode so far, two episodes. Is Nina capable of this? Nina does not strike me that way. She exactly. seems like very quiet, very peacemaker. She seems like the logical one out of the group. So I was just like, are you bitches just reaching? Like, this is where I'm saying, like, my eyes were open about certain relationships because I thought Nina was going to be the one that everybody liked. Like, oh, she's the middleman. She's the reason all these girls get together. But and I, I saw on, yeah, I saw on Twitter and I think Lisa was basically saying, listen, Nina, I spared you. I could have said a lot more worse things like the things I could have said the horrible shit you said. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, and then Brooke talks about Ayan and she's basically like, you know, we're cool. We love, we love slash hate each other. Can't live without her. Can't live with her. All this nonsense. Um, Ayan, Ayan, Ayan. Oh, I'm getting tired of you. Um, Stanbury, Brooks and Sarah hang out. They talk about Ayan's uh, fighting with stanbury sarah i'm like okay doctor she's like i think it's probably from her past trauma the way she's acting like this i'm and a life coach i'm a life coach i was I'm like you got a okay, degree doctor like- calm down you are not a doctor <laughs> girl you did not go to med school calm down i'm like you want to talk about uh trauma <laughs> let's talk about your last relationship Ooh. yeah give us a tea on him <laughs> <laughs> um ayan they go on to say that ayan got triggered um or i'm sorry sarah's like oh yeah ayan got triggered and i want to find out why and they kind of just wrap it up with Stanbury being like, well, I'm sorry she has trauma, but she she doesn't need to be adding to mine, which I'm like, oof, that's a little cutthroat. I know. She's like, I'm, you need to watch Ladies of London because she was like, she was a bitch. I was going to say, so I kind of did like a deep dive on her relationship and yeah. everyone's saying it's fake. They're alluding to him being gay. gay. They're saying oh. that it's all like her life isn't as lavish as she's making it out to be. Like, what? I don't know. Like, just the way they were interacting this last one, I was just like, oh, like, if it's so hot and heavy, like, where's the hot and heavy? Like, but then you show him, like, on a quick clip, he's like crying because he loves her so much. (laughs) King. Like, I just, I don't know. It seems like he's more into her than she is into him. Is he more into her? Or is he more into the money? Because let's 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 talk about it. The money comes from her. Whenever it's a young girl and an older man, they're like, "Oh, the money, the money." So I'm like, oh, "No, is this yeah. happening right here?" I'm sure it's the same thing. Because I don't know. I'm just like, there's something iffy. People are, you know, shady. Um, <laughs> we see a Jan's ugly coat and her wig and her messy shoes. I know I sound like a hater. What what is she like? She, you're out for lunch and you're dressed like you're on the runway what no she's a lot she's she's giving me the jen shaw vibes from season one where jen wanted to be like the loudest person in the <laughs> in the scene and it's like take three steps back thank you <laughs> exactly um she says that she's rihanna and nina's mashed potatoes with no butter ayana is trying so fucking hard it's giving it's giving heather it's giving try hard it's giving lisa barlow like stop trying so hard let's Yes. Stop. 
they talk about Thanksgiving. Ayan goes on to say this, listen, Thanksgiving is problematic. And I'm like, yes, yes. Spit the facts, spit the truth, which I'm like, do they not have family? Like everyone's hanging out with their friends. Like I get it for the show, but I'm like, where is yeah, your guys' like, family members? And then I thought it was crazy that they were like, I know a lot of them did grow up in the U.S., but I was like, out of all the holidays you gonna celebrate from the U.S., you gonna celebrate Thanksgiving. Exactly. Interesting. <laughs> they talk about the fighting. This episode just basically revolved around Ayan and Stanbury and how they fought yeah. the last time we saw them. Uh, I'm like, Ayan, does your arm hurt from reaching? Because she's like, <laughs> when she made the comment about guns blazing, it's because I'm from Somalia. And Nina's like, mm, Nina's wah, like wah. no, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> I was just like, Ayan, we are not going to put a pull a crystal 2.0 right now. Like, come on. <laughs> you know that's not what she was saying. Oh, God. Anyways. <laughs> Nina's like, and I'm from Texas. She could have been saying it about me. I don't care. I don't know. Like, <laughs> we love like, Nina not paying her, like, paying her dust. Being like, girl, yeah. stop. <laughs> Ayan opens up. It goes from that to, like, her opening up her, about her trauma. And she's basically not okay with, you know, feeling like she, she's like not okay that. with people mistreating her. Obviously, no one is. But she mm-hmm. goes on to say, like, hey, that is a touchy subject because I don't like being treated like shit, you know, from people who I who I should be receiving love from anyways. She yeah. calls Nina a flip-flopper and basically Nina's just there trying to keep the peace, but Ayan isn't having it. I'm like, is this because she genuinely hates her? Because I know what it's like to hate someone and, and it's like, I don't want to see your face. We're never going to yeah. get along. Or is this just for the show storyline? I was just, I was not about the whole Nina's been my friend longer. She needs to take my side. I was like, no, not if you're in the wrong, like chill out these friendships um from atlanta to dubai they're all (laughs) fucked up um nina celebrates thanksgiving with sarah they talk about how nina and her man got together again just the king of gossip he's like no 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 she's been married three times and sarah's like uh little boy what the hell um i've only been engaged and married twice Stop spreading my fucking business She looked at him. She gave him that mom look. I'm like, you know, damn well that little guy, that little boy got his ass whooped when you got home. No, I'm just kidding. Um, ooh, is that is that problematic because of what happened You're in this episode? You're about to get canceled. Ayan <laughs> celebrates Thanksgiving with Lisa, and she brings her a go, and she's like, you know what? In Kenya, where I'm from, you know, it's it's a way of showing love. And I'm like, well, no one's brought me a go. Um, because nobody loves me. I'll deliver you a go. Don't worry. Okay, perfect, perfect. Wait, but you don't like the cheap ass. Up, true. Up. Uh, I mean, we can get. That's why nobody it. brought you a go, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ayan starts crying because she just really loves Lisa, and it's like again, this is the second person who starts crying because they love someone so much. I'm like, just, I don't know if to celebrate that me? or is that cringe? Like, what? <laughs> Do you care about me? You're like, no. <laughs> Suddenly, we're frozen. Um, <laughs> Ayan tells Lisa that she's not trying to reason with Stanbury. Um, she feels like she's manipulative. Again, it's kind of just the same. Like, every scene is them talking about how they should make up. And Ayan's not feeling it. Literally. They're just two people who don't like each other. Just get over it, Ayan. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing. Sarah meets up with Ayan. And they talk about her their upbringing. Um it's it's a lot to unpack here. Sarah has basically always been about business, about her coin. And then Ayan is talking about how basically she has a fucked up relationship with her father. Her father has always made her feel like shit. He would beat her. He was trying to marry her off young. She, obviously, she's experienced so much trauma and eventually got so bad that she had to run away with her sister. Um, 
I think it's interesting shows like this, like Housewives, how like you can go from fighting about a fucking yeah. dinner invite to yeah. talking about how you were like mistreated as a child. Like yeah, it's like, so bad. Oh god. It was it was eye opening. <clears throat> I just um like when she shared it, I was just like, okay, that explains why you reacted that way. But it's not an excuse for you to continue to excuse that like you should seek help then like so that you can better your relationships because if you're gonna like sabotage all your friendships and stuff because because you get triggered that's harmful to you you know so I was like I hope we see her like if Dubai continues which I hope it does I hope we see her like grow like as a person yeah and not even like it's not even about the other people it's more so about her because regardless of she's if she's on this tv show if she's around these ladies yeah. you don't want to have that like that that what is it that wall up or you don't want to have that another like factor of like fucking with your mental health and like you know your life like we've seen with the other franchises like you can go from sisterhood to it gets these same old feuds get same old feuds get repetitive and dark like real quick so it's like I hope she can grow so then that way we don't get like Dubai fatigue. We're like, we're I like, think oh, even there's Ayan again, you know. She was on a Watch What Happens Live, which she said uh she stands Kim Richards. I'm like, yeah, I kind of like you then. Um, I think <laughs> basically Andy alluded to them making up, but okay. we'll see. Time will tell. I was gonna bring up though about Sarah before we move on. Did you notice? I don't know if I, it was just me when Nina and her husband were talking about like, oh, yeah, this is how we met. This is our relationship. And he's like, oh, yeah, our marriage is long because I basically let her do whatever she wants. But then when Sarah was talking, she's like talking about how like all her relationships have ended because she's always been the provider. I felt like that's going to cause a rift between her and Nina. Like the fact that Nina husband like Nina has her own things like her own money but her husband's basically the sole provider and I feel like Sarah might throw that back in her face I don't know I just got that vibe like I was just like I mean also maybe it was maybe I'm just reading too much into it but isn't that her tagline like Sarah Sarah's tagline is like um you women should be two things whatever you want to be and whatever you want to do or something like that yeah something like that yeah that's her tagline like she's very independent so maybe is this uh alluding to a possible feud we'll see I just noticed that and I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot to bring it up. <laughs> Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. I think this has probably been the best episode so far. Yes. I will say Atlanta, like Beverly Hills, I drag on watching. Like, like Thursday will pass Sunday. Like it'll be Sunday. And I'm like, oh shit, I gotta watch Beverly Hills. <laughs> but Atlanta, I will literally watch Monday morning. Like I I don't care. Nothing stopped me. Cause Atlanta, like I feel it's more. It's just more fun to watch. Like I'm not for sure. I don't for have sure. Atlanta fatigue. I have Beverly Hills fatigue. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, so the episode starts off with Sheree telling, which my sister was like, "Is her daughter's name Tierra?" And I'm like, "Bye." She <laughs> told her daughter Tierra that um, that Tyrone <laughs> called the next day, and it was like nothing had happened. Which, before we continue, did you notice that Sheree had an iPhone while she called Candy in the episode before? And then she had like a Galaxy Samsung phone when she was in Philly. I don't no. want to be a conspiracy theorist, but something tells me like if, if this were to be a storyline kind of thing, I would buy it. Be- I, I would believe it because 
she has two different phones and then how convenient that Tyrone calls her when the next day, like we don't see that conversation on camera. Yeah. It's a little fishy. It's a little shady. I don't know. No, I did not notice. Like I didn't even fucking notice that. I haven't even been through the tag to like get that pointed out to me, but I guess she could excuse it being like, yeah, I use the Android to talk with Tyrone. But it's like, bitch, no, bitch. you people who have two phones, they got shady lives. So yeah, there it is. Uh, she's basically just says, you know, it's just not that easy to move on. So I don't know if I'm going to do it. I'm like, what, mom? Trey, get it together. Um, Disappointed. <laughs> Kenya invites Drew to a Korean barbecue, I think. Um, this is the first time Kenya actually says that they're friends, which I'm like, I'm happy Drew has one more friend, but I'm kind of disappointed <laughs> that it's Kenya. Um, Kenya's like, no splitting checks here. We're not whatever, whatever. That's how you know they're cool because they're not going to be splitting checks. Um, Kenya keeps saying she didn't know that they were going to bring men. And of course, the production team, the editors keep showing the clip of her being like, yeah, I might bring a date to the trip. It's like, does Kenya forget or is she stupid? She she has selective memory. It only... It only works when it benefits her. Like, girl, shut the fuck up. Drew wonders why Sanya was... Uh, Drew wonders why um, Sanya basically sideswiped her. Um, Kenya tells her that they went on a little walk and they had a conversation. And Drew's like, you know what? She's not being loyal. She doesn't have a mind of her own. And she tells her that she got uh, uninvited to Sanya's photo shoot. <laughs> what that was cringe that was cringe i was like oh my gosh not you being uninvited i thought not sanya uninviting her what the fuck yeah, uh, I thought that and was then cringe. this is even more cringe i'm like drew you need to stop before you i get my 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 stand card i'm throwing in the shredder <laughs> she goes uh can you can you unblock me on instagram that was cringe too i was like Girl. stop you sound desperate stop <laughs> <laughs> and then Kenya's trying to act like brand new. Oh girl, I didn't know you were blocked. I didn't know you were. She's I don't like, know did I block you? Oh hi, yeah, I'm sure. I'll block you late. I'll unblock you later. I can't see. I told you last episode. Well, that episode didn't air, but I told you that like when Sanya brought it up, it wasn't even on Drew's mind that Sanya was being disloyal. Like until Sanya brought it up, and it's like, girl, you just threw yourself under the bus. <sighs> I can't. Kenya shows up to Sonya, uh, Sonya's Mommy Nation photo shoot. You're going to hear me just dragging Sonya this entire episode. Sonya is a shady ass bitch. She didn't tell them that they were going to be taking the photos. They just kind of assumed that they were going to be, I don't know, watching her take the pictures. But anyways, Candy basically asked her why out of all the, like, the whole group of us, why did you ask us? And she's like, well, I felt most connected to you guys on the trip. I think we're super cool. And I'm like, no, bitch. You were using them for their followers, <laughs> for their clout. Try and justify her actions. Daniela, tell me. Why, why do you think No, the right? only connection I would have really been like, oh, yeah, I believe it. Kenya, because they went on that walk. And but like I never saw her fucking talking to Candy one on one. Um, maybe she was really thankful for those fucking vibrating panties. Uh, Sanya says that she didn't want Drew to show up to the photo shoot because she felt like it would be inappropriate. Um, but then she wants Drew to show up to her dinner where there's more people so she can pull her to the side again. Sanya, Sanya is I feel like she's super shady. Like, why are you trying to put on a show? Trying to have a private conversation with a bunch of women around? Like what? Yeah, I was like, oh, she can't. I get it. She can't come to your work event, but then why invite her to your personal? Like, what? Like, then hash it out before. Have a one on one before. 
Exactly. Kenya tells the girls about Sheree being stood up, which kind of gets Candy into trouble later on. But anyways, we see Marlo having like a sleepover slash girls night for Sheree to make her feel better because we know she just got stood up. Marlo calls Kenya. Apparently Kenya doesn't feel good. I don't know. She has COVID symptoms, but she's in glam. Marlo questions it. She's like, bitch, what's up? Is Marlo being extra or like? Marlo, she's just, I was just like, girl, she's sick. Then move on. I will say the next day though, when she shows up, I was like, girl, you sick. Like, don't show up. Like, Not her coughing all over the food. <laughs> right now, like coughing all over my mic. <laughs> Ooh. We shouldn't be doing this right now. You're sick. <laughs> we're in the same room. No, we're not. Since, can- <laughs> Since Kenya can't go, she takes or she sends Drew in her place. Um, Marlo finds about the fo- finds out about the photo shoot, and Marlo's questioning Sanya and her attention. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Were we not invited because we're not as popular as these women? The Instagram followers? What's the tea? Because they're but- all moms. Exactly. Well, Marlo." But then, see, I would be even more offended. Like, oh, you're saying that I'm me raising my nephews is not me being a motherly figure. Like, Marlo could have spun it like that. If Marlo really wanted to, like, you know, <laughs> exactly. Drew asked why it's not okay. You know, the same question that I had. Why is it not okay to be at the photo shoot, but it's okay to be at the dinner? Doesn't make sense. Exactly. Weird energy. Um, Marlo loves the fact that Drew is there and. Even though they don't have a great relationship with Trey, uh, Drew, she's like, I think it's super cool. Like, you get brownie points with me, Drew. And I'm like, yes, yes. we love the people acknowledging that Drew's a good person. Like, she's a yes. fun girl. I don't know. I feel like she's yes. an easy target. Hey. She's an easy target because, oh, my God, I get a lot of secondhand embarrassment from Drew sometimes. <laughs> but it's because, like, I just want her... It's me wanting her to be popular. Like, I just want her to be like. <laughs> I mean, she's kind of cringe, but it's weird because, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm such a stan. I don't know. I think I she's cool. It, like, I she's funny. Like, what? Yeah, I, don't, I know. don't find it, like, stupid. I'm just like, I want people to like her. So when Marlo was like, I like you, Drew. I was like, fuck yeah. Marlo likes her. That's the only approval we need, Drew. That's the only approval. I'm dead. It's hilarious. Um, This random ad comes on of Sheree being like, I love salt and vinegar chips. I love laid chips. And I'm like, what's happening right now? Advertisement or what? I was like, like, how much do they pay you for that? Anyways, (laughs) um, so Marlo calls her. She's like, bitch, get get outside. The car is waiting for you. Sheree shows up uh, to Marlo's house and they reenact a little fight that they had seasons ago. At first, I didn't know what was happening. I was like, what is Marlo doing? Like, she didn't make the same noises, so maybe that's why I didn't get it right away, but she was like, I don't know. I guess it was, it was kind of funny. It was kind of more cringy than anything. I don't know. Eventually, Drew leaves her Marlo's house and eventually Sheree shows up. They have a nice little sit down. Dre, Dre, that's how tired I am. <laughs> I'm combining names, guys. Drew leaves. Sheree shows up. And Marlo makes Sheree feel like a queen. She has cake. She has food. She has massages. This is the best version of Marlo I think we've ever seen on the show. She's being a good friend. She's being a good person. Uh, what did you make of, of her kind of giving Sheree advice and telling her, hey, like, you're better than this. Don't do this. My Aquarius queen literally saw myself in Marlo right there. I was like, I am Marlo. Marlo is me. We are one. Literally the same thing I would do. So um, my friends get broken up with or something or get stood up. And I will treat you the same way. I will. But I will actually pay for your things. Not like Marlo. (laughs) Oh, there it is. Uh, 
moving forward to the last scene, Sonia's dinner. Sonia not only is making them work at her photo shoot, but now she's making them cook. She's like, all right, everyone gather around, put your apron on. I made you aprons, yada, yada, yada. Start to cook. Uh, Kenya starts coughing. I'm like, ma'am, why are you there if you're coughing? You're going to get everyone sick. (laughs) Kenya reveals that she had told Candy about Tyrone standing Sheree up. And this triggers Sheree. She's like, you know what? This is fucked up, Candy, because I thought we were cool. Like, you're my friend. You're supposed to let me know that, you know, I'm being talked about. Um, even Drew talked to me about it and we're not even cool like that. So it's fucked up. I could tell Candy just she's like, I don't know if she's she, I wouldn't say she's losing it, but I can tell she's like like fucking up. I feel like she yeah. realizes she's fucking up and she doesn't know what to do. But it's like, ma'am, you know how the show works, you know how like what? I'm glad these bitches are keeping Candy on her toes. She's been coasting by so much. And I know everybody's like Candy's iconic. She is iconic. She does get her coin. Like that's I, we love her, but like, she does not put in the work that a housewife should to bring it. Like she literally like has spent the past, like five seasons after the Phaedra, um, <laughs> Phaedra fucking rumors. Like she's spent the seasons after that, like doing absolutely nothing. Like I'm glad they're fucking making her work for her money. Like shout out to Marlo high, for making the highest her- paycheck then you better work for it exactly come on now you're a housewife you cannot just act like you know oh every every season we got to see work okay yeah we love that you're a working girl but also put in work like with this thank you thank you you. all those spinoffs there's a reason why so now (laughs) show up clock in bitch we're all working here (laughs) marlo is kind of instigating she's like you went to you went to the doctors and full glam and i'm like yes marlo stir the fucking pot and then Kenny's like, well, yeah, they told me that I needed to. Okay. Then why are you here? Who cares if you were cleared? I don't want you here. You're going to get us all sick. <laughs> and then Sheree's like, uh, yeah, I mean, the world that Drew, you know, I just keep mentioning Drew, Drew, Drew. She's like, it means the world that Drew checked up on me, even though we're not cool like that. I'm like, again, ding, ding. That's another point for Drew. All you bitches are shady. Drew's coming out on top. We love to see it. <laughs> They're cool right now. True. Wait till the dog bones are being thrown <laughs> at. Ooh, messy. Uh, Marlo calls Sanya out for not inviting her or Sheree. She's like, is this like a celebrity thing? Are you cloud chasing? What the fuck is yeah. up? She takes Sheree outside and basically says that Sanya's, Sanya's up their ass. And I was just like, MVP award goes to Marlo it's because she's, she's calling out the facts. She's stirring the pot. She definitely made this episode what it was. Marlo then starts dragging candy and she's like, I... <laughs> I won't agree with this because, hey, people can do whatever the fuck they want with their bodies. They can fuck whoever. But she goes on to say, Candy is a hoe. She's been fucking everybody for free. And then not straight agree. She's like, yep. Facts. Yep. Like, I know you're in your feelings, straight, but damn. Sheree is literally the definition of, like, a flip-flop. Like, I love her. And Marlo is that fucking audio, that fucking vine where it's like, um the kids like um your mama don't even love you and then the person goes back your mama's dead so i don't even like <laughs> marlo's definitely like she's oh gosh the i definition of that you hit low 
Marlo's going to hell. Like Marlo is hitting to hell, bitch. Like which we need with certain ladies like Kenya because Kenya can be low down dirty. So I'm Kenya. glad there's someone there to just give her the same bullshit. Give her the she same thing. Yes, exactly. iconic. I love her. I she love then her. goes on to say that Kenya, even though she won Miss America, Miss USA, she's a video <laughs> hoe. She's been fucked by every rapper, and I'm she didn't get a me. ring. She was going low. She was hitting like. <laughs> at the feet like she was not going below the belt she was going to the fucking shoe like i can't with her and then sheree again like sheree better have the same energy at the reunion because she, again she was like girl i'm saying i know t facts shape like she was living for it but then we've seen this time and time again sheree will agree with someone while they're going in on another person and then she'll be like i, I don't remember that i, I don't remember that like when she's like, I'm your whole daughter too. <laughs> like, I don't remember her saying that. No, it's on camera, Sheree. She fucking <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, this definitely felt like, I don't want to say, because I hate using that term, but like old Atlanta, but it definitely was yes. like, it was super shady, was super fun. funny, dramatic. Yes. And then they finally build up to Drew's entrance. You know, <laughs> people were like, I know damn well uh, Drew was sitting in the car, but producers were like, girl, give it an hour and then you can go inside. <laughs> and Drew was like, but I want to show up now. <laughs> but yeah, Drew said, fuck all that. I'm showing up. And then we see on the trailer, a little preview for next week's episode that they get into it. I don't like how the mom is getting into it, whether it's Mama Joyce yeah. or Mama Sonia, whatever the fuck her name is. Because everyone's going to, like, even the moms aren't, like, excused. Like, everyone's going to go in on the moms, too. And <laughs> that's where, like, you you say things that you can't go back from, you know? like I'm like, yeah, because here's the thing. If we want to argue, we can argue. But if your mama starts talking, then we'll drag that bitch, too. And I don't think she wants that, so stop. Because <laughs> uh, you're going to forgive me, but is your mama going to forgive me? <laughs> like, no. Like, ma'am, you don't have a peach. Well, I mean, hey, hey, if I was in front of the camera, I'd probably put on two, but... They, they, you can see from the previews that they, they're arguing. You know, Sonia swears she's an icon. She's like, I'm a four time medalist, girl. You need to know who you're talking to. No offense, but if it wasn't for Housewives, I don't think we'd ever know who Sonia was. Let's be honest. Because I'm not, we're not sport bitches, you know, like we don't. But in general, if you ask the average person, I don't know. I feel like people, people are more not inclined with the word. People are, It'll be there's a more of a chance of people knowing who Drew Sedora is just because she's an actor. But then that's no yeah, shade that's towards true. like Sonia. I guess it just it's all relative. Like you could say Drew Sedora from White Chicks and people would be like, oh, my God. Yeah, the best friend. <laughs> that's true, that's true. The best friend. I'm dead. <laughs> but yeah, overall, it was a good episode out of the three. I would say Atlanta was my favorite. Would Atlanta you agree? It was the most fun to watch. That's always the one I'm rooting for. Love my bitches. Love and my peaches. To, to wrap it up uh, of the trailer, we see Marlo going at it with Kenya. And she's like, if you had better comprehension skills, if you if you were on right, you would understand. And she's like, bitch, your wig is not on right. And the cameras zoom in on Kenya's I mean, hair. We already know those two girls are not friends right now. And I'm pretty sure when she was friends with Kenya last year, Nini stopped being friends with her. But now that they're not friends, Marlo and Nini are tight again. And I'm just like, ah, interesting. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I think them becoming besties again was merely just to drag Portia last season with Stripper Gate. It wasn't yeah. like there was no real foundation to that friendship. But I also feel like it was production being like, you two cannot fight anymore. But now it's uh, like, maybe. Yeah, you guys can fight, you know, like. <laughs> enough already <laughs> but yeah that wraps up this episode hopefully you guys enjoyed us talking our shit 
spilling our tea, throwing our shade. We're exhausted. We're going to wrap it up here, guys. <laughs> Live your best life. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. <laughs> 